0: Welcome to the Breathe Podcast, where we explore the intersection of faith and creativity. We interview artists from all walks of life to discover how faith plays a role in their art and expression, hoping to encourage you to live a life of creativity and faith. And now, please welcome your co-hosts, Derek Engoy, Christian Mendoza,
1: and Kevin Horton. Yep, yep. Welcome back to the Breathe Faith and Creativity podcast and welcome back to season number three. I am one of your co-hosts all the way from Torrance, California. My name is Derek Engoy, and from Cerritos, California, or I guess by way of Long Beach, since you're in Long Beach right now. We got Christian Mendoza. What up, Chris? Yo, yo, yo. And from actually Long Beach, Strong Beach and the LBC as we know it as. Welcome back, Kevin Horton on the microphone. What's going on, Kevin?
0: My new city is actually Long Beach. I'm going to
1: put that on some envelopes and see if I can mail myself a letter. Yeah. Hey, you know, I used to do that when I would mail myself uh, poor man's copywriting, if you will. I would mail myself my manuscripts and my recordings. And so, but can you believe it, guys? I know it's legal. It is. It is. (laughs) Can you guys believe it, though? Season three. It's been a minute, man. Yeah, I know, right?
2: (laughs) It was like, it seems like yesterday, but at the same time, it seems like a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And hey, yes, every- my friend would always say, "It's been a long time." That's right. And everyone out there, thank you for your patience and thank you for your continued support in, on our journey during this podcast. But thank you uh, for your patience. I know that many of uh, our supporters out there and even some of our past guests have been messaging me. I'm sure they've been messaging you about when we're coming back. Yeah. And so we are back, and we got a couple of updates for you guys and a couple of different different formatting. Uh, Scenarios that we got going on And before we dive into Today's inaugural episode of season 3 You're going to notice It's going to sound a little bit different Um, Our banter is going to be a little bit less During the episodes And each one of us have been tasked To interview different people As we have been uh, in season 2 But the episode is going to be Primarily those interviews And we want to bring as much of that content as possible And we had to cut a ton I remember there were a couple of uh, episodes and interviews that I've done. And, and I'm sure you two could attest to it. Uh, but there was a ton of content that we had to cut out. And we want to bring mm-hmm. to you, the audience, as much of that content as possible, especially with the many amazing guests that we have lined up for season three. So uh, you're going to notice that we are still bringing back the lightning round. I think that's something that a lot of our guests, if not most of, of our guests, uh, really enjoy. And I'm sure oh, yeah. you, yeah, and I'm sure oh, yeah. you as the audience members enjoy that too. And so we're bringing that back. But uh, that being said, uh, Christian, what's going on? What's new with you since we, ha- we since we last were on the mic together?
2: Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm actually going to be giving a Sunday a month to your church, Vintage Faith. Uh, I'll be working with the kids. Nice. I got a little art program uh, working with some of the pastor's kids uh, lined up even with your sons. Yeah. So we'll be working on that. Uh, Doing some murals, and we're actually going to be opening up some co-op creative art space over at the branch. And so we're going to have an influx of artists coming in. I love it. Kind of refresh the population, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, I love it. I love the whole art aspect of what you're doing, Chris. I shared with you off off the mic, uh, my family and I had the privilege of going to Las Vegas a few months ago. And we went to this interactive, immersive art experience by this group called Meow Wolf, and they mm-hmm. do I just the, love that name, yeah, Meow. right? Meow Wolf, right? And uh, they have a few locations, but the one at, in Las Vegas it's called Omega Mart, and these artists literally took over this warehouse and turned it into a grocery store but with their artistic spin and there's whole stories behind it. If you're ever in the La- Las Vegas area, I would encourage you to, but also anyone listening uh, to ch- to check that out. It's again, it's an immersive, all encompassing art experience and it's wonderful. And so Chris, I love, I love what you're doing there. And I love what you're oh. doing with that community.
2: Oh, thanks, man. It'd be actually, it'd be really cool to check out that thing that you're talking about. Cause I know in the future we're going to probably be, I already talked about a that. We're probably going to be doing stuff in, for Christmas yeah. and then we're going to be doing BBS stuff. And so just being able to see how you can transform and make this crazy environment for the kids, I think it would be
0: a big help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. How about you, Kevin? What's going on? What's new with you since we last talked on the microphone?
0: Since we last talked, um, I've become more a fly guy. You get your wings? Oh, well, yeah, I think so. I've developed some more padding under the, the stomach area, which I, I think if I fall down, though, I'll, I'll bounce so I can, I can stand right back up. So some things I've been doing, um, something near and dear to my heart is I became a volunteer reader again for audio internet recording service for the blind called Airs LA. I've done it years oh, ago. Oh, really cool. But it's, um, I mostly read Prevention Magazine. Because they want you to read magazines that you're interested in, then it makes it more fun when you do the read. But that's a that's a, a non profit organization that deals with and helps people that are limited sight. So
1: what's Prevention Magazine?
0: That's that's a health magazine. Okay. So I, I pick three or four articles and then read one big, little bit, like maybe a twenty minute podcast. Oh right on. And send that in and then get, that gets posted to their website. Yeah. So it it you never know what how it is with with uh, the spoken word until you you lose one of your senses like sight and then you realize how dependent you are on on services like Air's LA. and yeah. they do things. They even have a reader from what I remember, they have a reader for the Trader Joe's newsletter. Oh so he'll he'll read the The little um, grocery advertisements.
1: Yeah. And and the recipes and everything like that too. Recipes. And then another person does the Wall Street Journal. (laughs) What about you, Derek? What's going
2: on? I know, I know definitive's back, right? Oh
1: yeah. Well man, there's a ton of things going on in my life. But yeah, the definitive soapbox is back. We took a, we took a short break, but we're back again. So the poetry side of my life is coming back in full swing. Mm -hmm. My family's good, of course. The boys are excelling in school. They're excelling in the different activities they're a part of. They're doing a ton of stuff. They are. I mean, my oldest is into archery. My middle boy is into Kali, which is Filipino stick fighting. Jude is into tennis. And so they're doing a lot of different things. And by the time this episode airs, it'll be a couple of weeks before Jude goes to Michigan Interesting enough, mm-hmm. he's competing in the National Invention Convention where students... Oh, that's dope. Yeah, where students across the country, Good they they create these inventions, they, they look at different problems in the world, and they try to provide solutions, and for him, he created this thing called the Frustration Manager, which, you know, mental health is a, a big piece of what mm-hmm. we do in the podcast, and it really impressed me in his little invention. And yeah, it helps him manage his stress and his frustration. And so, yeah, he's competing. In fact, he is the only kid in his elementary school who was selected to go. So we're super proud of him. Yeah. Um, there, like I said, there is a ton Going on in my life since we last aired. Of course, the coffee shop that I've been talking about for the past couple of years now. Yeah, it's slowly taking shape. It's slowly uh, progressing toward opening. We are currently operating three times a week right now on a donation base from 8 to 1, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But we are projected uh, for a fall launch. Uh, I've been writing fat checks to our developers and our designers. And so we know that movement and momentum is going on. Um, and you know, you know, I, I got somewhat of a promotion, I guess, in my other job. Uh, you know, I've mentioned over the past uh, you know year, uh, two years now, I've been writing for this nonprofit organization out in Irvine that it's based out of, but it's a national organization. And I was a freelance writer. And recently I took on the editorial directory or a director role for the company. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. And so, you know, right now it's freelance work, but they're looking to uh, get me on staff full time. And, you know, the mm-hmm. job, because I'm, um, you know, I'm a freelancer, the job fluctuates uh, when it comes to busyness. So one week I can be chilling out, maybe one or two articles mm-hmm. I have to edit, but then, you know, another week I could be slammed. And so, um, it's it's a wild journey, and it's pretty neat that I'm actually using my undergrad degree in, speaking of journalism that we talked about earlier, I'm actually using uh, my, my education, you know, and putting it to good use. So those, I would say, maybe, what, three or four top highlights in my life since we, you know, went off air for season two. Uh, but it's been fun. It's been good. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, here's a question for you guys. Like, so last last season, we had this theme of uh, mental health status. And that was like a constant thing that we were talking about over the course of last season. And I was just wondering, you know, how are you guys doing now? Uh, And is this a good timing for season three for you guys? And if so, how, and why? Uh, Let's go with you, Kevin.
0: It's interesting that you asked that question because one of the interviews that I have completed this season thus far is with Mm -hmm. a counselor who is um, um, Dr. Therese Cage-Henson. And mm-hmm. I, I I worked with her starting in the p- pandemic. So when we had this interview, it was coming full circle. And mm-hmm. to answer your question succinctly, I'm doing really well mentally. Mm-hmm. Because when, and then we we talked about it. So it it was like we after the interview we talked about where I was in July of 2020, where I am now, and and her wording it was you i made leaps and bounds uh progression toward better mental health so i can say i am in a much better state than i was two years ago and I, and I feel like i'm even in a better mental state than i was at the end of season two
2: yeah actually one of the interviews i've already conducted is with a licensed marriage and family therapist megan hansen nice she was talking about it. Already, she was saying that, you know, she was dispelling all the myths on the news that saying, oh, everybody's depressed and everyone's going nuts. Well, she actually said, hey, a lot of my personal clients are making crazy breakthroughs. They're actually taking this time to actually work on their shadow side Hmm. and they're getting better, just like you, Kevin. So there's a lot of other people out there that are getting better during this time, too.
0: That's awesome. It's a lot of work and 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 it hurts to do it. But then, mm-hmm. oh yeah, <laughs> like like, the, like my doctor used to always say when I had orthopedic surgery, he said, "You won't like me for the first 21 years of your life, but afterward, you'll like me mm-hmm. because hopefully, because I have a short amount of time to fix your leg. After the, the, the bones go together, I can't do anything. But but for that short amount of time of growth, um, at the time I was not too happy with him, but now I look back and mm-hmm. I'm thankful that he pushed me to do all that because when you have orthopedic surgery or any surgery, if you don't exercise that limb, then it, it'll, it'll atrophy. And then when you try and do physical therapy, it really hurts, but then it gets better. It, that's like mental, mental mm-hmm. shadow work is you you identify that thing that's in the dark. You bring it to the light and you work with it, work with it, work with it. And, it, and eventually it works itself out. Mm-hmm.
2: How about you, Derek? I mean, how are you doing mentally uh, over the, over the break? I mean, how, how, how have you been dealing with things?
1: Yeah. I mean, to kind of uh, affirm you, Kevin, um, it's, it's, it's really uh, wonderful to hear that you're doing really well and it only, um, you know, encourages me. And, you know, other than being extremely tired and exhausted physically um, man, my headspace is at a very good place right now, and mm-hmm. it's a good it, thing. It is, and you know, I, I don't want to say it's because I'm busy that I'm in a good place, but I'm gonna say it's because I'm busy that I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. Busy in a in a positive way. It's not like I'm trying to fill up my life with random busyness, right? All the things yeah, that I, I'm. Yes, yeah, so all the things I'm involved with all. I would say coincide with who I am, what I love to do. You know, it's not like I'm just trying to, I mean, there, you know, there there is place to try new things. Don't get me wrong. And I think we all should be exposed always are. Yeah, to do new things, but it's not like I'm just trying to fill up my time with random things that don't yeah. make sense. I was talking yeah, with uh, stuff
2: that's fulfilling and yeah. very, very heartfelt. I would imagine.
1: Yeah. I was talking to Marissa the other day and we were talking about that where you know she was just commenting on a lot of the stuff that I'm involved with and she was really excited because when I talk about these things whether it's editing for that company whether it's you know the podcast coming back whether it's po- even soapbox coming back and all the other like mm-hmm. hobbies whether it's chess or skating i got into You know, I I invested in a one wheel. And so I'm on that thing like every single day and I'm riding around town. It saves on gas, obviously, because it's electric. And so, you know, random things, again, from hobbies to things that I enjoy and even just work, you know, even the church side of me and and preaching every so often. I think there's a lot that's going on right now and it's helping me uh, because all these things that I'm involved with all bring me joy. And, you know, that's the most important part. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And you know, I, you know, when season two ended, and at the end of last year, I did start seeing um, a therapist. And you know, shout out to Brian James. Um, I don't even know if he listens, but shout out to you, anyways. And, and you know, and, you bring him on. And one of the things that we did talk about was finding things in life that bring us joy. And again, there's that difference between joy and happiness. And happiness is great, but Happiness is only circumstantial and, you know, but yeah. And, you know, the difference between that and joy is, you know, especially godly joy, right? This is a podcast that identifies faith and creativity. Um, The best
0: joy ever is that one.
1: Yeah. And so the faith side of me, you know, when you talk about spiritual joy, when you talk about godly joy, that's something that no one can take away. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but happiness that will fluctuate between, you know being super happy and other days when you have a crappy day then you're not happy anymore but joy despite yeah. how horrible life can be will should still exude from you and so these are some of the things that bring me joy that I'm involved with and so yeah I, again i mean i take my naps every day i think i take two two to three naps every day you're talking about power naps like 10 15 minutes sure. and so that sustains me coffee of course sustains me but you know i'm just tired and I think that's mm-hmm. the downside to being involved in a lot of things. It just takes a toll on your body. But when it comes to my mental health status, I'm at a mm-hmm. very joyous, peaceful, and and really good place right now. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Mm.
2: Uh, well, for me, I mean, the podcast season starting at this time was a perfect, it was perfect for me. Um, it was just like last season where I was kind of isolating somewhat, mm. doing a lot of painting. And so... When I'm painting, I'm kind of by myself. And then yeah. And then unfortunately, you know, this past season, you know, we had a we had a passing over at the branch, you know, Rick Buck. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. that paralleled my my family when my mom passed away. Yeah. And so it triggered a few things. And but mm-hmm. the thing that's good though is I'm gonna be able to grieve with God. Mm-hmm and with Jesus and with the rest of the church. And I'm not going to be doing it by myself and I'm not going to make the mistake that I did last time where I allowed, you know, grief to separate myself and God. And so this time I'm doing it the right way. Uh, I got a lot of safety nets in place. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually ready to do this in the right way.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, you know, shout out to Michelle Buck, um, yeah, that was it, it was tough. Yeah, Pastor Michelle and um it, mm-hmm. it was a tough loss. Uh such a young um guy and, and we had Pastor Michelle mm-hmm. on, right? We you interviewed her, Chris, uh yes. back in yeah. you know, early February or late February of 20, 2021. And mm-hmm. you know, now she she um is, you know, entering a new season of her life without her husband and but you know, I, I think he affected each one of us, because he was a good friend. Oh man, he
2: was a, he was in the water when uh, when I was baptized. Yeah, you know, I talked about I talked about my baptism. Rick was in there too.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know? and, and you know, I, I would say that did take a toll on me, just because, gosh, you know, I I'd known him for what six years—that pretty much the mm-hmm. entirety of my time with the branch—and you know, he. He was my right-hand man. I, you know, even at his funeral Mm -hmm. service, I had mentioned he was my right-hand man baptizing, right? Yeah. Pretty much every baptism I did, water baptism, he was there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, he was there too when, you know, I was going through my destructive behaviors and my suicidal uh, tendencies. And, you know, he was one of the four that Mm -hmm. he was on my, (laughs) I'll use a term that's old school, but he was on my Rolodex, you know, if you will, that. You know, if I was going through some stuff, you know, he was there and, you know, losing someone like that, obviously it's a different Mm -hmm. level of grief than what Pastor Michelle is going through. But, you know, losing someone at, you know, who was such a a caring, um, you know, such a involved friend was tough. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: yeah, everybody, it's almost as if everybody had a good thing to say about him. Yeah. You know, and it's just, that's just how cool the dude was. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I joke around with Pastor Michelle. I was like, yeah, he's kind of like uh, the Christian version of Jeff Spicoli,
1: you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but like the saved version, you know? Yeah. He was always laid back and chill.
1: And, you know, you're saying off air, Chris, maybe, you know, this season, entire season three can be dedicated to yeah. Rick Buck and. You know, hopefully, hope
2: for sure, man. Yeah,
1: hopefully, uh, you know, our our episodes, our interviews, and our conversations—not just with the with one another, but with our guests—can mm-hmm. you know make him proud, you know, um, bring him some honor, and you know, a lot of the things that perhaps he taught us, you know, indirectly yeah. and directly, uh, can mm-hmm. can emerge in these episodes and in these interviews. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to yeah. To yeah.
2: Yeah, the one thing he taught me is all roads lead to Jesus, and yeah. like he doesn't really talk a lot, but those are the ones that I remember that resonated with me. So yeah, yeah, I would love. I'm sure everybody would love to dedicate it to
0: him. Yeah, right on. And one thing with so, me, uh, I, here, I um remember mm-hmm. when I was talking with Michelle at at the service, and we realized. Well, she asked me, she says, "What what year did you graduate?" And um, um, I told her uh, eighty seven. And she said, well, there was one year when Rick, her, and I were all in the same high school together. (laughs) We never knew. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah, it was, well, it was 1984.
1: (laughs) That's not, that's Mm -hmm. crazy. Small world.
0: Did did you know that we were all going to do that together? And I said, well, what? No, but I'm. I, I sure wish I knew all of you then.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And it
0: would have been a, like a 30-plus mm-hmm. year friendship, but I, I am very, very thankful for the time that I had with, with Rick because the one thing I remember from the service is it, this statement just really hits me when he says, you know, we all have stuff, Pastor. Mm-hmm. When he told, told that story of that part about
1: we yeah, all yeah. have stuff. yeah,
0: And I, I stopped that, and I, I started crying. Mm. It, it, it just hits you. He go, you know what? We all have stuff. And what I love about Rick is he said, we have stuff, but Jesus took care of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, then he would always say, well, how's the coffee? And I said, we just had a very, very tough thing we're talking about. He goes, yeah, but we, we, we resolved that. How's the coffee here? <laughs> he would always change that. And that's what I appreciate is yeah. Rick was Rick. He was always just Rick.
1: Yeah.
2: Some of our our, our future guests for this season. I mean, who do you guys have in mind? Um, Derek, let's start with you. Yeah. You got any any, any special people you're going to be bringing on this season?
1: Yeah, I got a couple of business owners. One gal I'm thinking of, she she loves dogs. She loves rescue dogs. And she created Mm -hmm. this business that just took off. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she created this business that um, they make dog products. And whether it's doggy bowls or you know, synthetic dog bones and things like that. It's all like just all about dogs. And so that's one business owner. Uh, We've got a couple of poets as well, of course, in the pipeline. And so, you know, mm. this year, knowing that the two of you would take a lot more of a front seat to the interviews, I intentionally didn't try to schedule mm. a ton on my end. Uh, um, yeah. Because, you know, if, if I went full throttle, knowing that you guys would, you would have... Dive. Not I would die, but man, we would have like a 50 episode season and I, you know, I know we don't want yeah. that, right? We want to stay within what the 18 to 24 yeah. typical seasons that most podcasts I mean, are. I was just thinking so. 50 episodes, meaning <laughs> we, we'd be taking two weeks off and go, what two weeks would that be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So it's a couple of business owners and a couple of uh, art artists, uh, uh, mm-hmm. we talked earlier about using the word, uh, and filler words. Here I am using a lot of those, uh, words. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I'll leave it at that. A couple of business owners okay. and poets, yeah.
2: So, so, so what do you have, Kevin? Who, who's uh, who's in life for you this season? Anything special? Well, I,
0: I have an interview already done with, as I said, Therese Dr. Therese Cage-Henson, who has a mm-hmm. PhD in, in um, uh, counseling. I've got that interview done. The other one that I'm mm-hmm. really proud about is uh, I, Robin Armstrong, who is a well-known voiceover coach, acting coach, And photography coach in L.A., I was able to chisel out some time with him. And we actually did the interview in his studio, which is at Hideout L.A. in Burbank. Mm -hmm. And he he has a fascinating story because he's a born-again Christian. And he's uh, been in the voiceover industry and, and movie industry for over, I would say, 30, 40 years. So he has a fascinating story of how he juggles that and his um, spiritual beliefs. So it's a fascinating interview. And then I have a couple other interviews in the pipeline. Hopefully one of them is a coach, health coach who is um, Judy Shapiro Teal. She runs crank it up fitness studio. And she has a fascinating story because she had to literally close her studio because of the pandemic. And Mm -hmm. she blossomed into a, a virtual studio where it, it was class after class after class online. That's awesome. And it, and it grew. Oh, early. yeah. Good for like her. Beautiful thing. Yeah. I call her the Energizer Bunny because I think at 5 a.m., if, if she's got all this energy and she's like running around the room, and I, I go, I go, I always ask her, what kind of coffee are you on? She goes, I'm not on coffee. This is energy. <laughs> yeah. She's probably
2: on like, all, like permanent endorphins.
0: Yeah. Probably.
1: How about you, Chris? What's going on with you? What's, uh, uh what do you, who do you have lined well,
2: up? Well, over the course of the off season, and I, I started meeting up with a bunch of artists. Um, these are people, and I just kind of learned that man, I'm pretty weak sauce. <laughs> you know, I need to step my game up. I'm <laughs> hanging out with a bunch of people. Now they're a lot more experienced than me. Now uh-huh. I'm hanging out with people that do thousand square foot murals. Wow! And these are the people that I work with. It's almost like a slow reality show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have Andrea James, who I, I is my very first interview of the season i, I helped volunteer at Power with her uh another friend jp and then we'll return guest ronnie robles you know your your boy yeah he's coming back and yeah. he's gonna go ahead and t- uh, tell about his story and what he's done since you know season one
0: yeah
2: uh we have a couple therapists as well we'll have Sessi Bucia and then my friend megan who i had who i had mentioned before well we're gonna have a sound peeler. uh our old college friend uh uh joya pustin yeah. now joy reyes She's going to be uh, she's going to be a guest, uh, possibly my cousin who makes candles, Rianne mm. Uh Delas Reyes will be in. And so, oh, our first international guest, guys, what? from, uh, yeah, we have a guest from Ottawa, Canada, Amy Housen. And uh, we were able to connect in a crazy, amazing way. Here's this lady from Ottawa, Canada, who happens to sing to her comatose uh, covid patients i saw the video clip and mm-hmm. i was like "Ooh, i need to interview this lady and that's fascinating yeah our interview was amazing that's cool <laughs> it's so good and you guys have to you definitely have to hear the, that interview and um yeah it, I, i'm just real excited for that
1: yeah looking forward to that and all of the the guests that you all both have you know iterated and lined up and so i'm definitely mm-hmm. looking forward to the season sounds fun yeah
2: So, I mean, let's just kind of wrap up our inaugural. I mean, what are the goals? I mean, you got any goals, Derek, for this year?
1: Yeah, for this year and the uh, interviews that I have in mind specifically. And, 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 you know, I I think this has always been a subconscious kind of situation for me with these interviews. But I think I want to be more intentional about not just conducting the interviews, but learning from those who i interview right because they all have something to bring to the table and i think in the past you know even dating back to season one it for me it was just great to hear these stories great to hear Mm -hmm. how people have balanced their life of creativity and faith and it was just neat for me to provide a platform and then you know you guys come on board last year and to be able to do what we did was fun and exciting. And, you know, it was uh, awesome. It was amazing. And it was something that I, you know, in season one, obviously, you know, had no idea that it would morph into this. And it was a great experience for me and hearing interviews that I didn't do, but you guys did. And again, it was Mm -hmm. this giddiness that I had. But I think for this year, I want to be more intentional about actually Looking at these interviews as if I'm in a masterclass learning from someone, right? Mm Because, you know, all these interviews that we have, they're all experts in their own right, in their own field. Mm -hmm. And they bring something to the table that, you know, is of value. And again, you know, I'm going to be taking notes. I'm going to be seeing Mm -hmm. how I can apply a lot of the nuggets of truth and wisdom and practices that our interviewees are giving. And so that would be my primary goal is to be more intentional about learning from our guests. Mm-hmm.
2: How about you, Kevin? You got any goals for season three?
0: Well, some of those goals actually happened. And I, I love what Derek said, because in, in one particular interview, and I won't go into um, too much because it would spoil the fun of the actual interview is when you are an interviewer and you go in and you've interviewed somebody that you've known for, I would say, two or three years with, uh, with working with them every two weeks. You start learning about them. And then I did this half hour interview with them. I learned more about them within the half hour where they were just talking and they were volunteering information about stories that I didn't even know about them if you would have seen me on a video on that zoom, my mouth would have been open just like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they, they, they took our premise of our podcast and just ran with it. And they created a beautiful interview so that when you leave that interview, you go home. And I, I think I've known this person. We're good friends. We work together. We, We, but I, I never knew a B and C about them until they, had this chance to this interview, Hmm. then of course they always ask at the end, they go, well, you know, I've never been on a podcast before. Was that okay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you get those questions and you go, was that okay? You have this masterpiece of information here. My goal is to be more thankful and to realize that, that God has given the three of us a gift and an ability to share our lives with who knows how many people internationally Mm -hmm. i just want to be more cognizant of that and just like you said derek uh, really listen to the interview yeah and really really give the guest the spotlight yeah let them tell their story and then just my role is um as as they always say in westerns you know professional wrangler (laughs) all that come back here to but you don't want to do the interview to where you, you stifle the creativity. Yeah. And But you want to give them a chance to shine. That's right. That's a, that's my goal. Yeah. What about you, Christian?
2: Yeah. Basically, Kevin just said it. I mean, I'm just excited to be like a certain avenue for other artists to magnify their story and bring it to other people that otherwise wouldn't know it. Yeah. Um, making the world a little smaller, making quarantine a little more personal and a little more human Hmm. you know for somebody uh one of the things why i connected with the lady from ottawa amy so much was that she provided a counterbalance to what i was watching in the news Hmm. and i know that the brief podcast we're all about shedding light we're all about shedding something positive and inspiring and when we counterbalance that to what most people see on the news yo we're doing a good thing yeah. That's right. and I just want to keep doing it. You know, yeah. I'm starting to get comfortable in the role from a religious and an artistic standpoint. Yeah. Um, these are people I rub elbows with. Um, I'm not faking the funk. I mean, this is, you know, we always talk about walk the walk and talk to talk. Well, it's like, dude, this is what we're doing. yeah. And I, and I'm loving the fact that we get to share this with other people that really need it. That's there's some people that really need this right now yeah, because they're bummed out or they don't want to crack out of their shell and, yeah, we're all showing everybody our medicine. And if it takes me to put myself on the table and, and expose all my innards and say, hey, this is what I had to do in order to get healed, you guys can too. Hey, I'm willing to share that.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. We're all concerned. So you guys want to do the.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Right. So, you guys ready to get some uh, lightning in the mix?
1: Yeah, them back the lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> <That was so> <laughs> bizarre, <laughs> All right, Kevin, so we'll we'll start with you. You ask me, I'll ask Chris, and Chris will ask you, and we'll go for three rounds. How about that? Let's do this. Derek, Shakey's Pizza or Pizza Hut? Oh, Pizza Hut. Chris, paintbrush or spray can?
2: Uh, Paintbrush. Kevin, better better restaurant name, Ja Pasta (laughs)
0: Farai or Pasta La Vista? (laughs) Pasta La Vista, baby. Baby. (laughs) Derek.
1: Pastel colors or color by numbers? Oh, pastel colors all the way, baby, because I'm I'm just like that, because I am I like muted colors, too. I don't know if Matt pastel is muted. Anyways, Chris, cold brew or iced Americano? Oh, dude, cold brew all yeah. day. Kevin,
0: deep dish or the thin crust? Deep dish all the way.
1: Chicago. Okay. Derek? Yes? Shrinky Dinks or Light Bright? Oh, Shrinky Dinks. Make Shrinky Dinks for the coffee shop. Chris, Nike Cortez's or moccasins? Oh dude. <laughs> dude, I gotta go
2: moccasins because I actually wear moccasins. That's right. That's why I put it. Down. <laughs> kind of a G shoe. That's why I actually I get beat up. I'm skinny, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kevin. Last last question. More heavy metal. Celine Dion or Gloria Estefan?
0: <laughs> oh, Gloria
1: Estefan.
2: For sure, right?
1: Booyah. <laughs> Man, well, there it is. First lightning round of season three with a trio of folks to do that. It's always a challenge, isn't it? Hey, guys! Yo, 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 yo! Man, yo, yo. if if this is the launching pad to season three, I'm so excited for what's to come, uh, folks listening in. Stay tuned. Um, we are a uh, quick talk that we had off offline and off air. Uh, we're planning to do episodes twice a month now. Uh, gives us time to get more interviews in gives us more time to edit uh, instead of trying to push out weekly and you know we talked earlier about managing our stress and it, you know it's stressful to put out a podcast every single week and so uh, that's another change but hey uh, any last minute thoughts from you guys before we uh, sign out No, I'm Dollar looking,
2: awesome. I'm looking forward to the season man
1: yeah. it's going
0: to be dope
1: did you say Bob Ross
0: Kevin is that what you said you know, I, I think about trees a lot when I think about Bob Ross and happy trees and clouds and, and clouds and, and, and um, being a fly guy. I think I think about. But happy tree.
1: And hey, thanks for tuning in this week. Until next time, be the light, extend your hand in love and make peace with someone this upcoming week. Stay blessed and we'll catch you next time. Peace.